Sakina Kamwendo on SAFM. Now, further investigations into the Department of Health's irregular digital vibes contract have revealed that Minister Zwelim Kize's son scored a land cruiser bucky from digital vibes. Now, previous investigations found that the minister's son also had money paid to his company, while maintenance work on the minister's house was also paid for by the group. Uh, digital vibes is owned by Mkize's long-serving uh, personal spokesperson, Tahira Martha, and uh, former personal assistant, Nadira Mita. And uh, for uh, more on this story and uh, also just to help us unpack, you know, what ought to be do, uh, be done and uh, what consequences perhaps should flow from uh, what we have gleaned so far is uh, political analyst Sanusha Naidu. Sanusha, good to speak to you again. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Sakina. It's lovely to be on the show with you again. So, Sanusha, given the latest revelations, you know, the silence against what are very, very serious allegations uh, against the very high profile uh, minister in this country is absolutely deafening. Indeed. And I think, it. you know, the, the more we hear uh, from the report by the media and the investigations that they have conducted and the deeper entanglements we see, I think it makes it even more difficult to say that uh, we have to wait for the SIU report and, and go through that and, and whatever. Because as you rightly point out, it's about, it's, 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 it's about a minister who's in a highly placed position dealing with a COVID crisis pandemic, dealing with the rollout of the vaccine and other issues related to the pandemic and, of course, the mitigation strategies and policy. And, of course, this issue does not go away. I mean, we've seen this in the context of the irregular tenders that we have noted in, 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 in the rollout of, ten, of contracts last year with the PPEs and so forth. And we saw also, I mean, let's, let's just put it in context. We saw how the, um, the, sp- the former spokesperson for the, for the president put on special leave in that context, and relating to her, her 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 partner's involvement in that in that ten, in those tender irregularities, and I think this again asks for consistency and how you're going to deal with this because it does necessarily doesn't necessarily show uh, any level of consistency, but it also deepens the mistrust that we have in government. Well. Many people are asking, what is the difference fundamentally between uh, the Gauteng uh, MEC, Dr. Bandile Masuku situation, and uh, this one pertaining to the health uh, minister, Dr. Zwelim Kize? It, it's a very interesting debate that's emerging on social media. I think that the latest I saw was uh, the unpacking of the, the actual um, legal, legal issues and the legal ramifications of what the SIU had, decided, had, had given in their report. I'm not sure how you actually disaggregate the two. Uh, it has to do with the fact that perhaps in, in the case of Mr. Uh, Bandile Masuku, the idea was that, you know, you, you, you went through the investigative process. He was placed on special leave by the PEC, uh, by, by the, by the Gauteng PEC and uh, the Integrity Commission. And then, of course, you have this whole kind of investigation that went forward. I think for me, it's a very finely tuned balance. It's, 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 it's on the fence here with the health minister because I think the implications that this has is that it throws the entire process around the step-aside rule, around the kind of consistency I mentioned earlier, into disarray. And it throws it into disarray and it throws it into complete kind of a, of a, of a twister because at the end of the day, you're asking yourself, 
you know, does this make sense if you are talking about a consistency? But it also delves and it strays into the lane of how do you deal with cabinet ministers? And, and, and as you said, a highly placed minister in a very highly placed ministry. And that now means that you've got to start thinking about the kind of uh, rollout that you're going to think about in the context of ministers who may be implicated or have allegations against them, how do you deal with that? Because I think one of the commentaries I read was that if you had to apply it, you'll have a very small cabinet left over. And then, of course, you've got to think about who's going to be acting ministers and do they have the requisite skills. It's a complete complexity of issues that are just twirling around in a twister. But is it really that complex? Uh, Should we lower the bar that far? Because if people need to step aside Surely they should. And this is not about the ANC, by the way. Uh, This Mm -hmm. is about what is happening in government. Mm -hmm. So if a certain MEC was asked to step aside, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and and us are subsequently given the boot, did the president perhaps miss an opportunity when he was addressing the nation to at least say something about these very serious allegations? I think, Sakina, it it demonstrates how complex, I do say complex, but the dilemma the president finds himself in. I think this is is an incredible litmus test for him to apply that uniformity we're speaking about. As you say, do we lower the bar that low or do we actually then have these inconsistencies? And I think to a large extent, you're talking about the state. And we know that this linkage between party and state has been a blurred line. Uh, we know that there are individuals, uh, whether in parliament or in other structures, have been asked to step aside, but they still can basically, you know, in, in certain ways, uh, especially in parliament, there's a, there's, a, there's a lack of clarity around the rules. And I think for the, for the president here, this, this issue presents him with a dilemma in terms of what does he do? Uh, if he goes and he says there's a consistency, does he upend what has been the rollout around his, around his Ministry of Health in terms of what's happening there? But on principle, I think there's a, there's a question here that he needs to answer in terms of whether or not he needs to do the right thing. And at this point in time, I'm not sure whether that, what he is, by keeping silent on it or writing in the weekly newsletter about the caliber behavior and the kind of credibility ministers need to adopt in, their, in, their, in the cabinet, whether that's enough. Because it's not a, it may be a sufficient, it may be a necessary condition, but it's not a sufficient condition. I think the problem we also, we are faced in terms of difficulty is not being able to understand how these rules also apply to the way the system of governance, accountability and transparency aligns to, to, to government. So I think you, what, what this case with the, with the health minister represents, it's a high-hanging fruit. It's not one that you can say there's a foot soldier here. And I think in the case of Mr. Masuko, it was interesting because it was a Gauteng uh, provincial issue. And, of course, you could, you could actually see it run through. Here you're dealing with a national issue. And, you, and if you do it in the context of saying, I'm going to take a position and I say to you, uh, maybe put you on special leave, health minister, then you're setting a precedence that you can't come back from. And I think that's the dilemma. Sanusha Naidu, thanks so much uh, for that analysis, analysis, political analyst Sanusha Naidu on uh, the latest on uh, digital vibes and, of course, the Minister of Health being implicated uh, in these revelations. So awaiting to see whether anything will happen and Sanusha talking about the intricacies of everything that's going on here.